<clears throat> Good morning, guys. Hey, dogs. Hey, hey. Calm it down. I'm trying to record a podcast here. Um, I'm much more rested. Fell asleep on the couch at 8 o'clock last night. And I just did a super long, rambly podcast episode trying to capture my thoughts about this thing. And then I realized that I did a very poor job. So we're going to try and do a more succinct job here. In this Saturday's workshop, Lucy paid me this huge compliment in that she said, you know, when I showed up at your house for that original lesson, she came for a lesson, I forget, sometime this last year, she said, I was impressed by how much the the reality of your life matched what you presented on your feed. And that was a huge compliment. And it really told me that I was onto something important. I feel sometimes like I'm an outlier in how I use Instagram, in that I use it to share, I try to use it to share a balanced view of my life. And not just use the photographs, but the captions to talk about different aspects of life, some personal, some professional, some simply craft-based, that are important to me. I also feel like I've paid a price in doing so. In that Instagram and other social media is really tends to reward people who keep their lives really siloed and you know present only their craft in one feed and then you know only their dog pictures in another feed. And that if you follow someone who say you're a spoon carver, you follow another spoon carver, I know that there are times when people who Uh, it seems like people who share mostly just their spoons amass much larger followings than I have. And I can tell, at least in part, that it is because I tend to share more of my other parts of my life as well. So there's a penalty being paid there. But what Lucy's compliment told me is that what I'm getting in return for paying that price of sharing more of my life. And there are boundaries, right? I don't share pictures of my kids' faces. Um, I try to keep it professional in the sense that what I'm sharing is uh, not, doesn't feel to me like an overshare, both in terms of the, what the photograph is of, nor what I am talking about. Um, but what her compliment tells me is that what I'm getting in return for paying that price of people who are only in it for the spoons, maybe deciding not to follow me, is that the people who stick around are there because they are interested in the whole package. And what that translates to is trust. Because it shows that they are the people who are there are, are interested in me as a person. And there are so many things that I've done to uh, try to cultivate this, from switching from 
uh, a handle that was my Christmas tree farm's name to just my own personal name to ditching an original business name that I had that wasn't my name and just being me and choosing to choosing to post about things other than my spoon carving um, and I think the real value of that is not just because somebody shows up in your life in person and then it matches and then that trust is built. I think it, I think it comes from a, I think you gain that sense of authenticity whether or not they ever meet you in person. Because you can tell when somebody is sharing a feed that is talking about important things in their lives. And... And I, for me, it's a sign that I'm doing something right. And I bring it up because I always want more, a more rounded view of people's lives. In part because if I don't get it, and then I do get some sense of, oh, you know, this person is actually living at their parents' house, or this person is actually not making a living doing this, I feel disappointed, not because of the reality of what their life is, right? But because they present it as one thing when it was not actually the truth. I don't care if you live at your parents' house. That's great. I, I want to know that you live at your parents' house because it helps me understand who you are, where you're at, where you're trying to go. I also think that... Um, when you can tell that about somebody, it continues that cycle of permission that people are giving me to have their attention. And it allows me to have their attention in whatever direction I choose to move in, which means that I don't feel stuck. I know people who feel stuck because they've built a following around spoon carving and then their life is moving in a different direction and they feel like, well, all of that was for nothing. You know, now I'm moving on to this other thing and nobody's going to want to follow me because they're all in it for the spoon carving. And I don't want to ever be in that position. I want to be authentically myself so that I can continue to live my life as me and the relationships that I have built with people will continue no matter what I choose to do. And now I gotta go because the dogs are driving me nuts.